This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. And good day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, as always, for joining me today. I have to tell you that I am excited, like I often am, but I'm excited because this is the final show before sweeps period 2023. Now, I know I do this every year, and usually what I do is I have some of the best informative episodes, as well as some interview episodes that I put out during sweeps period, both for your enjoyment, but also because it's leading up to the podcast awards and judges listening. And if you follow me for any length of time, you probably know that A couple of years ago, I became a little tired of always being nominated for a podcast award but never winning one. I decided, well, probably what is turning people away is all the sex stuff. So I got to get rid of all the sex stuff. And so I did that. And I started a different podcast where I put those episodes But it just wasn't working out to have both shows, and I think many of you that listen to this show like the story times as part of what I offer. And so I decided to put them all back and get rid of the other podcast. And so that's the way it's been. And again, during sweeps, even when I've brought the sexual podcast back to this one, Usually during sweeps, I will do those specialized health things or something about the senior gay community, as well as interviews with people about something interesting. But this year, this year, my friends, I am changing what I'm doing. I said when I brought those episodes back into this one, I said, you know what? I don't care if I never win a podcast award. I like my nomination trophies, which is what you guys vote for. And I have six of those little buggers right in front of me right now. I love these trophies. I told Paco I want them all to be lined up around me in my casket when I die. But this year, I decided, well, you know what? I know I'm not going to win anyway, perhaps because of the sexual content. So let's give them sexual content. And so what I've planned for sweeps for this year is it's going to be just about all storytime episodes. And they're some of the good ones. So I know that you will enjoy them if you enjoy my stories. And so many of you tell me that that is the favorite part of what I do. So I have quite the little lineup of about eight shows. I won't tell you what they are. It'll be out once a week and uh, yeah, all during sweeps. And I'll throw an extra episode in here or there. So that's the plan to just put it all out there and watch watch me win now. No, no, I will not win. (laughs) I know I won't win, but that's just dandy. Just want that nomination trophy. I want to get to 13. I have six. That's not so far off. (laughs) Okay, so the next show, which will be July 1st, will be the first episode of Sweeps. 
And at that time, I will put down in the show notes how to vote for this show for the podcast awards. And it takes like five minutes. And I hope if you do follow the show on a regular basis, that you would be kind enough to go over and vote. I would appreciate that. So this episode is just going to kind of be a little bit of rambling talk. Well, the first thing I wanted to talk about was kind of an ongoing topic in this podcast, and that is about aging and specifically about being old yet feeling young. And, you know, folks, since I turned 65, it's becoming even more clear that my body and my mind are not on the same aging schedule. I still feel 25 inside my mind, yet as I look at the mirror, I see my skin decomposing and my bones just disintegrating and my teeth falling out, so I have to use my gums to eat all this soft, bland food. And I am probably literally hours from needing to start wearing a diaper. My mind battles this image all the time. Paco and I have just started watching a British TV show called Vicious. We watch it on YouTube. It stars Ian McKellen and Derek Jacobi as an older gay couple who are approaching 50 years together. They bicker and insult each other with love, and there are characters playing their friends that visit each episode. It's really quite a cute series, and I highly recommend it. It is on YouTube. Anyways, the couple go to a nightclub in one episode, and watching that senior gay couple dance together, all I could think about was, well, if they are in their late 70s and are dancing at a club, even though the characters didn't want to go to the club in the first place, they now are dancing and enjoying themselves. So I was thinking, if they can enjoy themselves dancing at the club at their age, is it really that much of a stretch to be someone in your mid-60s that dances up on the boxes like a go-go dancer? And, <laughs> and then I have to close my eyes and force my brain to stop thinking about that. Back 20 years ago, when I was dancing on the boxes at clubs, I stopped just prior to my 45th birthday. I danced exactly 100 times up on the boxes, and I had told myself that I would not turn 45 and still be up on those boxes. Well, that was exactly 20 years ago right now. And my answer is, yeah, <laughs> 65 is too old to be dancing on boxes at a club. Because if I fell, I would probably break a hip or make the fracture of my L1 vertebrae go back to square one where healing is concerned. And never mind the fact that I would need a wheelchair ramp just to be able to get up onto the box now. No, my 25-year-old brain really has to somehow catch up with my aging body. In a couple of years, I can clearly see me using the following quote of Blanche 
on the Golden Girls. Now, Dr. Taylor, you are not going to dissuade me from having this surgery. You see, all my life, my physical beauty has served as a source of inspiration to me and to countless others. But now that beauty seems to be fading. And I'm scared. I've never had to do without it. And I don't know if I can. I don't mind growing older, just as long as I always look the same. So there's no doubt about it. I don't care what the risks are. I definitely intend to have this surgery. Gee, thanks. And then, a few months later, I'd have myself a nice set of C-cup perky bosoms. And, well, maybe in my, in my case, I should think maybe of a better body part to enhance. Something comes to mind, but we'll leave that for now. Aging gracefully. I'm sure you've heard that term. And that really was my philosophy back when I turned 40. Stupid 40-year-old idiot that I was. I was so innocent back then, my friends. <laughs> Doctor, I hear chickens laughing at me all the time. But I was so young and hopeful as a newborn I was. By then, I was already shaving my head. I started shaving it on July 4th, 1995. I know the exact date because it was the day that the gym I was manager of closed its doors. We kind of knew something like that might happen when I had overheard the wife of the owner talking to him, mentioning that they were over $20,000 behind in rent. That like totally blew my mind. And then I found out the thing was, that was only two months rent behind. But she was mentioning that they didn't have the money for the next month's rent, so they would end up being three months behind. And all the new equipment that he had just leased two years prior, an entire gym filled with new leased equipment, they were also about to be three months behind. Now, I've mentioned that during my employment at this gym, I always worked all the holidays. We were open 365 days a year, always on regular hours of 5 a.m. to midnight. We just didn't have the classes on the holiday, but the gym was open for workouts. I wasn't with anyone in any kind of relationship or even dating back then, so I would always schedule myself on Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And I did that so my employees could be with their families. In fact, when I was working like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I would just sleep at the gym. I'd sleep on one of the examination tables in our sports rehab clinic that was within the gym. And it was cool. Everybody would come by just to say hello, and they brought me tons of yummy goodies. I really enjoyed those holidays. I ate like a king. And I did all that with the understanding that I would be taking 10 days off for Memorial Day weekend and the 4th of July and Labor Day weekend. And I always, 
always went to P-Town, Provincetown, Massachusetts, our gay resort town. I'm sure many of you, if not most of you, have been there. I always got the same room at this hotel on the beach where they had a nightclub and a very, very popular afternoon tea dance that was filled to capacity even outside on the big deck. And my room was in the most prominent place that was located right above the dance floor. And my balcony overlooked the entire crowd. My best friend Matt had made me a powerhouse gym banner because that's where I preferred to work out. And I'd hang that banner on the balcony and I would always hear guys passing by that would say that every time they come to P-Town, that banner was hanging there. In fact, I have a professional matted photo that I found in one of the gift shops down there of the tea dance where you can prominently see my powerhouse gym banner and me and some of my friends on my balcony. I'll put that on an Older Gay Guy Show Facebook page tomorrow so you can check it out. Anyways, it was at the end of a 10-day vacation for the 4th of July when I first shaved my head on the 4th down in P-Town. And then when I returned, the gym that I worked at was chained closed with a police notice on the door. It was closed for good. And I never got to have the big reveal to all the people I worked with and people I knew as clientele. You see, I had been to a popular outdoor mall in Boston for lunch a couple days before I went away, and I had seen a guy with a shaved head. Now, up until then, guys didn't shave their heads yet. It wasn't a style. It was considered very odd. And so when I saw him, I was really, really surprised. So as soon as I got down to the Cape, I settled in, partied a little bit, and on the afternoon of the 4th of July, I shaved my head. <laughs> and the fact that I was deeply tanned, and that I had this very white shaved head, it looked really strange. I imagine I looked like Egghead on the old 1960s Batman TV series. Everyone was glad that I had ditched my hairpiece for a nice, clean-shaved look. And I swear, I must have influenced a few guys to shave their head, too. At least, I kind of like to think of myself as like a pioneer in the cue ball head shave community. I will do more thoughts and stories about aging in the future. But right now, I want to move on to a different topic. And the other thing is Paco and I are looking to buy a house in about a year. Now, we live in a part, kind of a, a suburb of Boston, like New York has Queens and the Bronx and all of that, kind of like that, but of Boston. And our values here are very, very high. There are two houses for sale. One about five doors down and another one about maybe eight or nine houses in the other direction. Both these houses are for sale and both of them are listed for more than 1.5 million. Now, when you hear million, you think, oh, these must be like big palatial estates. I mean, they're very nice houses. They're old Victorian houses from the early 1900s. 
you know, they're nice. They have nice wood flooring and a lot of um, beautiful banisters and, and, and just a lot of woodwork in it. And they're usually two, maybe a third floor, might be like a smaller area. And then some of them have like widow walk towers at the top. So there are some things around that are very nice. And all of these houses are quite well kept that are in this area. And we have the beautiful park that if you watch the YouTube channel, you've seen me constantly in that park that's just outside my door. But 1.5 million obviously is it's just not something that Parker and I could do. So we decided because I want a little bit of land, like maybe an acre of land, we decided we're going to move to central Massachusetts, which is far more rural. You have a better chance of getting a fair amount of property. The houses mm, can be nice, can be crap. You have to uh, be careful, but there's a lot of rundown areas, kind of, of, I don't know, picture old white farmers, <laughs> you know, and their maybe heavy set wife, and the farmer's scrawny and works all day, 18 hours a day, and he's exhausted, and, you know, those kinds of communities. And uh, we, we think that we're going to kind of go for somewhere between the cityness of where we are right now and, you know, green acres there that I just described. Somewhere in between, but a fair amount of property. And our limit, we, we would like to go for 350000 uh, We could go to three seventy-five, maybe. And, you know, there are some houses that pass along through what we look at online. We always get updated notices, like every day of these three sites that we belong to that often carry the same houses, but sometimes different houses. And we'll get emails that meet the criteria of what we put in. And, uh, you know, sometimes we'll look at them and we'll go, wow, that's really nice. Wish we had the money right now to do it. But then others are like, oh my God, look at this. It needs so much work. And we kind of want to go into a house that isn't necessarily brand new, but that we don't have to put much money into once we're in it. Because, you know, our money is going to be just eaten up from trying to get the down payment and pay the realtor fees and, and the closing costs and yada yada. So we're on target to be able to buy about a year from right now. And as we look at things, it's, it's kind of funny because, okay, I have like three kind of requirements in my head for what I want. The first one being, as I said, a little bit of land, minimum half acre, three quarters, pretty cool, but one acre, perfect. And then there's also properties that have 10 acres or 20 acres and that are still around the same amount of price. One of my other requirements is bathrooms. There has to be one and a half or more bathrooms. Because of all the crappy medications I have to take, I constantly have the need to go sometimes without a whole lot of warning. And I have stood outside the bathroom and Paco's been inside and I'm like, honey, honey, could you hurry up, please? Oh my God, please. You know, and he'll be like, all right, all right, all right. Trying to get out. Uh, so two 
bathrooms, you know, one and a half bathrooms, as long as there are a bathroom available for me. And I would also like a fireplace, preferably a wood-burning regular fireplace, possibly, you know, flagstones or something like that would be awesome. I, a lot of them are done now where they take the original fireplace and they put in a wood-burning stove. And so you don't have to make as big a fire and it stays within the stove, the pot-bellied stove. Um, either way is okay. I would really prefer it to be the original fireplace that could be used burning wood. And that's really the most, really, of my requirements. Paco has some of his own and ha that have to do with the kitchen. So even though I'm the one that cooks 75% of the time, he just has certain things that he envisions in the kitchen. And I let him set up everything in the kitchen we got right now. I want him to do it there too. And just tell me where things are for when I'm cooking. <laughs> like if you keep something in one place for like six years... And then you decide to move it, and it's something important, like flour or something, and I can't find it. <laughs> Please, if you're moving something, you know, that's a main staple of cooking, let me know where you move it to. Because I hate to take the time to go and interrupt his work to ask him where something is. It would be nice for the house to have two floors, just because we've lived on this one floor for the longest time. Be nice to have an upstairs. I'm going to fence in the entire yard so the dogs can go out there. So a property that already has a fence would be awesome, but I'm willing to put a fence in too is like the one thing that I will commit to doing when we move. There's certain other things. We want a really good alarm system on the house that will cost a little bit of money. And a lot of the time you have to buy your own washer dryer. Sometimes you get them they could be old, they could be new, it could be, you know, either way. Uh, we're talking about private water and private sewer versus public. Now, obviously, public is better. Yes, you're paying a water bill, you're paying for the sewer system and your taxes, but the amount of money that you're paying out on that is not going to be that much higher considering if you have your own well and you have your own septic system, you do have to service them. They might have a breakdown at some point. You know, if we buy a house that the septic system was done 10, 15 years ago, how much longer does it really have, you know? Preferably not private water and digging a well. There'll be a well already dug, but then you need to get a generator to make sure you have it because... If the power goes out, you won't be able to get any water because you need the pump to bring it up. So a generator is pretty needed. And, you know, as much as I want to be out of the city kind of thing and I want to be settled more into a slightly more rural setting, I do have to say that if we have a fair amount of property, especially if from the road there is a long driveway leading to the house, and especially if you cannot see the house from the street, I will be a little bit nervous about things. Just, you know, two gay guys moving into a house, possibly surrounded by people that are of <sighs> different political ideologies than we are. <laughs>
<laughs> and, you know, it, like, this is what runs through my mind. So, like, yeah, okay, if there are those people that are pretty anti-gay and all the, you know, drag queen problems and all that, trans problems, if they have, like, a 12-year-old son and a 14-year-old son, I would be a little bit nervous because they may come on our property to, you know, taunt the fags. I don't know. I'm really getting more paranoid in my older age. Or else, I don't know, my bipolar is seeping out of my pores somehow and causing this weird fear. I talked about my fear of bears. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Hey, why isn't there a pregnant Barbie? <laughs> because Ken came in a different box. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. So I'm back to the gym and I'm going fairly often. And actually something happened yesterday at the gym that I wanted to tell you all about. And so I was trying to figure, okay, should I put it into a podcast or should I do a YouTube video about it? And I decided I, I'm excited enough about this that I'm going to put it on the next YouTube video. So that'll be out sometime in the next five or six days. I think it's really, I, I'm really happy it happened and I hope you'll like it. But I have to say, you know, I am eating super healthy. I am using the application I have on my phone that tracks all my stuff and my weight loss right now. I, I haven't weighed myself this weekend. I'm going to weigh myself and I'm really hoping and expecting it's going to be like 169 or so. So I'll be like five pounds away from where I want to be. So that's exciting. And I have mentioned before that I will do a body reveal midsummer or so. The reason I don't do it right now, even though I've lost the amount of weight I have, is that because of my back injury, I haven't really been able to tighten things up very much, tighten up my abs, which I would normally be doing every single day. Like my back hurts from yesterday at the gym where all I did was some stomach pulsing exercises by pulling in your stomach while I was sitting in the sauna. And my back is killing me today. I've got the heating pad back on it. So I just want to tighten up my midsection as much as I can before I give the reveal. But I will because while it is certainly not what my body was in my 30s, it is hopefully better than what it was before for me. And that's healthy and that makes me feel like I look good. It just really sits well with me and I, I really like that. So I will be going back to the Beginner Diet and Fitness podcast, I think. Either that or the YouTube channel, but probably the Beginner Diet and Fitness podcast. That'll be coming up sometime, like in the fall, I'll think about doing it. So, you know, all that and the shows keep me kind of busy these days. And so, my friends, I prepare to offer you the first Storytime episode of Sweeps Period, coming out this Saturday, July 1st. And I guess I better get to it. 
Thanks so much for listening. And if you hate the story times and won't listen to these sweeps episodes, I'll be right here in August returning to the varied subjects that I do on this show. So if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, please do so because it can be a bit of fun. This is Joey Hernandez wishing you a great week and I will see you during Sweeps Period 2023. Big hugs, guys. Bye for now.